Good evening, everybody. <laughs> My name is Jordan, and this is episode 15. 15. We've come a long way, guys. This is episode 15 of Sodom and I. Let's start off with the prayer. Bow your head, close your eyes. If you're able to, I will always say if you're driving, please don't do that. Father God, we come to you feeling thankful today. Lord, we ask that you increase our gratitude, increase our thankfulness towards you, Lord God. We just want to say thank you. Thank you for giving us breath, for giving us life, for giving us direction, for giving us protection, Lord God. We thank you for being in every part of our lives, and we will continuously praise you with our mouths, with our actions, through your love, showing other people the love that you show us, Lord God, the patience, the gratitude you show us, Lord God, the grace. So we come to you thankfully, and we ask that you give us some more, that way we can give you some more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so I don't plan on keeping you guys long today, and I just left Bible study, so I do want to talk about what we talked about in Bible study. We were in Psalm chapter 103, and I do believe I read this on here before, but pastor was focusing on uh, blessing the Lord, praising God, being thankful, because, um, let's see, well, you should just do it, first of all, but there was a specific reason that he actually <laughs> got into. But giving thanks to God, because we don't, we really don't deserve anything he gives us. I'm not going to lie. There's been times when, you know, you, you walk in your faith and then you might stumble a little bit or, you know, you might fall back or take three steps back and you feel unworthy and you feel disgraceful and whatnot. Don't hinder on that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for guiding my words, because that's where Pastor was going to. Jesus already died for our sins, guys. So you don't have to hold on to when you mess up. You know, if you mess up, you, you don't have to stay there. You don't have to force yourself to stay in that mindset. Learn to give yourself grace. Learn to forgive yourself, because God already forgave that. Pastor, <laughs> Pastor was like, uh, you know, you do something wrong and then you start walking around on eggshells and God just looking at you like, why is my child walking like that? <laughs> is there something wrong? <laughs> it's like, why, why are you doing that? Don't do that. I already know and I already forgave you. You got to keep it moving. So Psalm 103 and Pastor read just uh, verses 1 through 10. So that's all we're going to touch on today before the devotional. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. It's the Psalm of David. And Loki, I said that was going to be it, but I think we need to look up a little bit of David's story. That way we can really feel how powerful this is supposed to hit. So, fighting hunger. I went to a food pantry earlier. Let's see story of David. Mm -hmm. Story of David. 
who wrote Psalms, because I know there are, there's more than one David in the Bible who wrote some Psalms, who wrote the Psalms. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord, I still got 125 squats to do tonight. Okay, David didn't write the book of Psalms. In fact, David, Psalms, I mean, that's what Psalms mean. He only wrote about half of, you know, but you know who I'm talking about. Not I know it's not just David. Who was David that wrote the song? King David of Israel. Mm -hmm. David speaks to us in songs. Yeah, David goes from despair to trust to joy. King David, there we go. Author of Psalms. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Psalms are hymns. Uh, I don't like this page. Why can't you write out God? It's like they they they're talking about God, but they they wrote G dash D instead of G O D. I don't like that. If you go talk about God, speak about Him, say His name. He deserves that much. So we're not even going to get into it because that just gave me a bad feeling. I ain't even like that. I ain't even like that. We'll go into the story of David another time. Just know that David did some bad stuff and God forgave him. And then David changed it around and started doing more good stuff and praising his name. That's the basis. <laughs> so we'll just read into it. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. So, whenever you do bad, or whenever something bad happens, praise God. Is, that, is this even the one that I read earlier? Continually. Bless his holy name. No, we read this because I, un I underlined it. But they must have did it in a different uh, translation. But it was saying, bless him continually, you know. So whenever something good happens, whenever something bad happens, even if it makes you sound like a hypocrite or like you're being sarcastic, say thank you, Jesus. Fake it till you make it. Because you don't even realize when you say something, you're really not even faking it. Your body doesn't know when you're lying to yourself. Your body, you know, you, you, if you lie to yourself, you're going to eventually start believing it. Even if you made up the lie yourself. Because words are just that powerful. Whenever you come into face with some iniquity or some, some trials and tribulations, even through it, through the good and the bad, say thank you. Praise his name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth my life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, mm. who satisfieth my mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Mm. Oh Lord, here Brooklyn. The Lord, ex excuse me. Hello. Can you relax, please? Hold on. Yeah, hold on. He barking at somebody outside. <clears throat> Renewed like the eagles. Eagles fly high, and there he go. That's all right. 
The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. That means he fights for you. You feel like you're being done wrong right now? Don't get hung up in the fact that you're being done wrong. Get hung up in the fact that because you know who you serve, you already know God is, he's in the works. There, There's something going on. It will be changed. It will be moved. Like, like sit in the fact that God has already have everything handled for you instead of you trying to handle it yourself. I'm telling you, once you release your life into God's hands, just watch how it all flourishes. You know, sometimes it's not going to feel like it flourishes. And that's when your faith becomes important. And you're going to have to say thank you when you don't feel like it. Because at the end of the day, he will always be working towards your what? your greatest good. I am passionate about my God. It don't matter what I'm going through. I know he's right beside me. I know he's inside of me. He's guiding me. He's not even on the outside. He's not even just on the outside. He's also on the inside. Y'all get like that. Put him, he's already on the inside of you. You just got to tap into it. Give him the praise that you owe him and watch him hold you in the palm of his hand. Mm, 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 mm. love my god love my jesus the lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed if you feel like someone is oppressing you in any way shape or form he is fighting for you it says it right here if you don't believe it it ain't gonna work out for you you gotta believe them you know where is it? That's where we just, where we just ended on verse six, verse seven. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Mm-hmm. We need to be more like, like God, guys. He's merciful. He's gracious. He's slow to anger. That is good. Slow to anger is a very good quality to have. And plenteous in mercy. That means he don't run out. He don't run out. He will not always chide, neither keep his anger forever. So even if you feel like, you know, you might feel a little guilty or like, you know, you made God angry. You felt like you did something that he said, don't do. You know, I, I, I would like to say I think God has feelings. You know, sometimes if we do something he doesn't want us to do, yeah, his feelings probably get hurt. Yeah, he probably gets angry. But what did he what did he just tell us? He will not always chide. What's the definition of chide, Jordan? Thanks for asking, guys. We're just gonna go ahead and look it up on Google while we're right here. Chide definition. Scold or rebuke. Okay. He will not always scold or rebuke, neither will he keep his anger forever. He might be mad for a second, but what does he have? His merciful, he is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. His mercy does not run out, neither does his forgiveness. God is not a hateful God. You know, yes, he corrects. I mean, if he didn't correct us, uh, we'd probably be living like Sodom and Gomorrah, just, just living in sin all the time, you know? But uh, 
he he he's a loving God. He's a very loving God. You know, when we need correction, we should want it. If we need correction, first of all, if we need correction, we know we need correction. We just don't want nobody to give it to us. We want to keep doing what we want to do, you know? God corrects us sometimes. Does he hate us? No. Does he stay angry at us? Absolutely not. Does he get angry at us? Probably. <laughs> I, I'd be pretty angry with me sometimes. I'm not going to lie. You know, based, you, I, I'd be upset with me if I were God looking at my child who I knew should do this, and but I know sometimes they don't, I'd be like, all right, we just gonna wait for him to get there. I love him, so I'm gonna give him a chance to grow on their own. You know, he will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. And the last one, actually, no, I'm gonna go up to 12. He has not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. He hath not dealt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. Let's go to the Holy Bible app, and we're going to look at that in a New Living Translation. Mm -hmm. And I or a New International Version. I keep saying NLT. Where is it? Psalm 103. Mm -mm. Psalm 103. Mm -mm 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 -mm. And we are on verse 10. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. I'm going to highlight that in here. Now, how many of us treat people as their sins deserve. How many of us repay people according to their iniquities? Sit in that and think of and, and, and think about it. Because uh, most of us, if somebody does us wrong, uh, we start, you know, we judge them based off of the wrong that they do us. And although that logically sounds like it makes the most sense and that's what we need to do because that's how we feel, that's not what God wants us to do. It's not. It's not. Now remember, if you're on the other side of being oppressed, what did what did God say he'll do? Let's read uh, this in, in NIV. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all the oppressed. If you feel like somebody's treating you wrong, let God do it. Let God take care of them because it's a part of his plan anyways. <laughs> so part of his plan anyways let god take care of it you know uh, 11 for as the heaven is high above the earth so great is his mercy toward them that fear him and we talked about uh having the fear of god you know it's not he don't want you to to be like afraid of him and tippy toe and walk on eggshells you're supposed to just be aware that whatever he gives, he can also take away. So you shouldn't be afraid of him, but be afraid of what he can do. Because at the end of the day, he, he, can, he can take it all away if you're not acting right. That's what it is. You shouldn't just be afraid just to be afraid. You need to be like, let me act accordingly, according to his words. Once you have the knowledge of something, you can't just get rid of it, guys. 
you know, I mean, unless you have some form of amnesia, but even still, what God wants to remind you, he will remind you of, you know? So having the fear of God isn't just being afraid of him. It's being aware of him. Ooh, that's a bar. It's not, it's not being afraid of him. It's being aware of him, you know, but fear of God, that a lot of a lot of people are turned away from the Bible and from religion and all that stuff because they're like, well, how can I serve somebody that wants me to fear him? How can I do that? Bro, he wants you to love him. You focus on the wrong thing. See, the devil putting all your emotions in your face. You you you're acting like he's a human being. We 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 be acting like he's a human being. Like then we think of the story of Job, and they're like, how could he just wager this and that based off of him bro it's based off of your faith it was based off of job's faith that was a whole trial and tribulation that job had went through and it's an awesome example for us and how to hold on to our faith because job could job could have gave up as soon as that the first of those four servants told him that everything was going downhill you know job could have ended up killing himself because of all the stuff he was going through. He could have sat, well, I mean, he was, in, I'm not going to say he did sit in despair after his children died and all that stuff, because he definitely did. I would have sat in despair. He would have stayed in despair. You know, he would have stayed questioning God. Imagine if Job let his friends, uh, what they were saying to him, get in his mind. Well, God only punishes the bad, so if you did, you know, if this is happening to you, then you must have did something bad. No, it's actually the exact opposite. When we talk about strong, you know, God gives his strongest soldiers the hardest battles. We'd be like, Lord, take me out of the strong soldier. <laughs> take me out of the strong soldier pot. I don't want to be a part of this number no more. Don't say that. Yes, you do want to be a part of this number. You just got to keep pushing. Keep pushing. Just a little while longer. And he who promises to come through will come through. Mm. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy towards them that fear him, that respect him, that love him, that worship him, that praise him, that honor and glorify him. God is not man. Therefore, you should not treat him as if he is a man. We were made in his image. He was not made in our image. He came first. So we were supposed to give him that honor and that glory that he deserves. He deserves it. He deserves the honor and the glory. We deserve none of it. I don't deserve nothing that God gives me. Yet, it is plenteous. He is plenteous in everything, in his mercy, in his grace, you know, in his love and his protection. That is, that is big. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Mm. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and highlight that. And I said I was going to stop, but if you tell me I'm going to keep going, then I'm going to keep going. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear slash love. 
slash worship slash adore him. For he knoweth our frame, he remembereth that we are dust. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. For the wind passeth over it, and it is gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children. I'm going to go ahead and highlight that. That was verse 17. It's like sometimes when you when you read this and so you're in the right headspace, you can feel the, the, the power. You can feel the energy behind those who wrote this. But the mercy of the Lord is everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children. To such, yeah, to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them. The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rule, ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, and all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Mm. 20 through 22. These, these are bars, man. These are literally bars. I wish I would have started reading my Bible in uh like freshman year of college or sophomore year. I probably wouldn't have ended up dropping out. I'm not gonna lie. This would have this would have would have encouraged me to continue down that path. But I'm still glad that all of that happened because now I'm a licensed cosmetologist. And I'm starting and excuse me, starting and I started a business, you know? And it's going to help so many people. So the things that the devil means for your bad, God can and will always turn it around for your good. But only if you allow him to. If you want to sit in that negative mindset and everything and use your free will to do that, then that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to stay there. Guys, I'm telling you. Man, y'all need to go, if you are not in Tallahassee, go online and, like, watch the, 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 the sermons that pastor gives. Because sometimes it makes you want to pause and be like, oh, I feel like I'm offended. But you, it's something that you really need to hear. Because sometimes we want people to baby us and everything when something bad happens. But it, pastor, it's not like he doesn't baby you. He will comfort you when you need it. But, like, Pastor is kind. I mean, he said he's kind, not nice. I think Pastor is nice, in my opinion. I think he's both. He just gives you what you need to get when you need to get it. So sometimes if somebody got to give you some tough love, Pastor is that person that will give you that tough love. And in the long run, you'll be like, I'm glad. I'm so glad. He didn't sit there and let me wallow in my sadness, regardless of what happens. Man, that is that is one awesome, awesome human being. 
God, I love my church. Thank you for bringing me in contact with these lovely, beautiful human beings. They have such awesome, magnificent souls. Mm, I love my family. Where is it? But we just finished reading chapter 22. Chapter 22, verse 22 of uh, Psalm 103. And I hope you guys were able to take a little little something from that. Because bless the Lord, oh my soul, man. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Just that. Transitioning, we are going to go to our whispers of wisdom for everyone. Woot woot. And we are on day five. Mm-hmm. Day three, day four, day five. Ooh-wee. No better friend than Jesus. <laughs> no better friend than Jesus. Your friend Jesus pleads on your behalf. The Bible teaches you not to sin. It tells you what God wants you to do. But sometimes, even knowing what is right, you may do something wrong. Guys, I swear on my life, I did not, I don't read this before I open it up. God is just that. You see how awesome, how powerful he is? He just lined it up today. Ain't no better friend than Jesus. Sometimes, even when, even knowing what is right, you may do something wrong. When you do, you may feel bad. That's because you know Jesus wants you to be right with God. But isn't it wonderful to know that when you make a mistake, there there is someone who will be pleading your case. It's your friend Jesus. Mm, the only way to the Father is through Christ Jesus, is through me. That's what he said. Mm. Someone who will be pleading your case. It's your friend Jesus. When you do the wrong thing, Jesus intercedes on your behalf. He pleads, Jesus comes to God in your name. Oh my gosh. Hold on, I'm sorry. I had to pause for a second. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the same way, the same way when we ask for something, we ask in Jesus' name. When we do something wrong, Jesus goes to the Father, interceding on your behalf. That's in your name. That's what in your name means. <laughs> That's so awesome. Could you imagine? Jesus loves me so much. He goes to the Father in my name and pleads for me. My God. Glory be to God. That's so awesome. Thank you, Jesus. He pleads your case, asking the Father to forgive you. In this world, you have no better friend than Jesus. He will always be there for you. Mm. And then the whisper of wisdom on the bottom of the page. My dear children, I am writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. And that is 1 John chapter 2, verse 1. Mm. That was good. No, that was a bar. Thank you, Lord, for, for, for using me as a microphone. That was really good. I got to read that again. Hold on, y'all. I love my Jesus. Mm. When you do the wrong thing, 
Jesus intercedes on your behalf. On your behalf. And Pastor was talking about this. So we ask for something in Jesus' name from God. We can't ask like it's us asking. We got to ask on Jesus' behalf. That's why you're going in his name, in place of him. And whenever we mess up, Jesus, Jesus, he's, he's asking for us in our place. He's asking God in our place to forgive us. Oh, that's, how awesome is that? How awesome is that? That is literally so awesome, guys. That was just a whole epiphany that came upon me, a whole revelation that God just gave to me. That was so good. Wow. Jesus asked God on your behalf to forgive you. After he died for us. He died for y'all. He died for me. That's crazy, man. Let me go before I get lit. Because I'm, I'm lit now. Talking about my God. Talking about my Jesus who loves me. I'm, I'm lit. I'm hyped. I love him so much. He just, they work together to, to take care of me. Even though they're still one, which is wild in itself. I'm really not going to get into that. <laughs> I can, I can, I can really talk about Jesus all day. I love my God. I love my Lord. Love my Jesus. Mm. But I will let you guys go. I thank you for taking the time to, to read and to listen with me today. I hope you all have a wonderful night. I hope you all stay thankful. And maybe maybe start waking up and writing things. I'll start doing it too since I'm asking y'all to do it. How about you wake up and write down three things or tell God three things you're thankful for as soon as you wake up. You know? But I love you guys. I hope you all have a wonderful night. Stay safe. If you drive and drive safe, mm -hmm. I pray for some traveling mercy over y'all and some peace in your lives. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I hope that God gives you peace when you need it the most. I love y'all and have a beautiful night.